What's going on, guys? Welcome to April's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Sarah to my left to your right, and up in the box, we got Chevy yet again. Hope you guys are doing well. Hopefully, you guys are excited to talk about Slay the Spire, Hood Outlaws and Legends, and SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Also, quick reminder that uh, Godfall is our Game of the Month, and we'll be discussing that on Game of the Month in about a day or so, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. Before we talk about the games we played this month, let's talk about the games we're going to play next month, and those are uh, FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard, and Curse of the Dead Gods, which if you don't know what that is, is a top-down, I guess two of these games are top-down, top-down dungeon crawler. Tribes of Midgard is, I think, up to eight-player cooperative roguelike, something like that. FIFA's FIFA. If you don't know what FIFA is, educate yourself. Um, yeah, what do you think about these games? Uh, Let me jump in. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a, a lot of... Uh strong feelings for any of them to be honest so um you know i'm curious about the the two uh non-fifa games uh just to the extent of the you know i haven't played them but i don't have any Real like drive either FIFA games so that's a genre dude all games yeah i uh as always i don't play sports games ever i've never gone out of my way to play them um, so I'm curious to see the state of FIFA at this point, FIFA 22. So, um, I do have a curiosity. Not, I'm not excited in any way and I probably won't enjoy it, but, uh, I would love to be surprised. Uh, Tribes of Midgard is a game I've almost bought many times, but, uh, it just isn't strong enough to pull for me to pull the trigger. So, um, I've probably made the joke. It's going to be a PlayStation plus game. Uh, and so here it is. Uh, so I'm stoked to try it and not have, uh, Having to had bought or bought it, and then uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, I've heard about, but I've never heard like strong opinions on it. I've just heard it exists. Um, I had to look it up just now to see what it is. Um, it's like I said, it seems like a top-down dungeon crawler, um, single player, so that's less exciting. Um, and it's like an endless dungeon type thing. You just keep going, I guess. So I feel like this month is a bit throwaway. Um, but that's fine because we got to still find out what our game of the month is for May and this will help with that probably <laughs> playing that game, whatever that game is though. I'm hoping also one of them is awesome. Ketchup. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, uh, you know, the, the best thing about May for me for this, for this show specifically, I haven't played all three of these games. So that's going to be fresh reviews, at least coming from me because typically, you know, every time we get games on PlayStation plus I've played one to two of them i own them typically so uh, i'm just stoked other people get to play them but you know i always enjoy playing the games i haven't played and this month will be that completely for me so that's cool sarah um i uh, don't really feel strongly about any of these games either um i guess tribes of midgard is probably um one that i'm interested to finally try because i've also like browsed it many times and and not actually bought it peeped it um yeah i it seems uh underwhelming but you know i mean like the month not trying to midgard but by proxy that would make it underwhelming as well sure so yeah it's an underwhelming 
uh, month. Uh, so yeah, anything else you guys want to say on those games? Nope. Nothing. Uh, the the only thing I was gonna say is, uh, it is good that they're giving a month for people who are fans of sports games because I know FIFA has a large following. So. Yeah, that's something that people don't. I think think about when they think about like, well, this isn't the game I wanted this month. And it's like, but there's people who like sports games. They like sports, sure. so you gotta you gotta balance that and try and you know make everybody happy. And uh, I think this is a pretty decent spread, even though it's like two top down games in FIFA. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. All right, well, uh, let us know in the comments what do you guys think about FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard, and Curse of the Dead Gods. Are you excited to play these games? Are you not excited to play these games? If you have played any of these games, uh, should we be stoked or should we not be stoked? Have you played Tribes of Midgard? Have you played Curse of the Dead Gods? Have you played FIFA? And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below. All right, we got some games to talk about. And those are Slay the Spire, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, and SpongeBob, Battle for Bikini, Bottom Rehydrated. Let's start with Slay the Spire, and let's start with mm, Chevy. What did you think of Slay the Spire in April? April. Um, so uh, I had a pretty decent idea of what I was getting into with this, just because I had previously played a game called Monster Train, um, and it was toted as similar to Slay the Spire. So um, I did not, uh, you know, obviously start with Slay the Spire. So this is actually my first time getting to try this game. And uh, for, uh, you know, all intents and purposes, it was exactly what I expected it to be when I hopped into it. I uh, I do think it is a little more robust than Monster Train, um, at least when I played and remember of Monster Train. Um, I also think it is a bit harder. <laughs> Uh, I think Monster. I, I ended up like actually completing a map in Monster Train in about you know, two to three games versus like Slay Spire just wants to kick your butt over and over and over again. So um, pretty crazy, but uh, it's not a bad thing. It's you know it's meant to be replayable and to to go back through. And I never felt bad about it because I already knew the nature of the game. I think if I would have went into a blind, maybe that would have been discouraging. But mm-hmm. um, knowing that you know you're gonna repeat it over and over again, uh, you know, death is just an inevitability. So, uh, yeah, I I like that it has you know multiple characters that have different like you know playstyles and stuff like that too. It kind of reminds me in the same vein of like super weird example, but like the loop hero where. Uh, you know, you can kind of find something that fits your play style, but the gameplay loop is pretty similar still. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really like that it has random events. It mixes up your run through. So when you run into those question marks and you're like, okay, am I going to get into a fight? Is it a store? Or am I going to rest here? Or am I just going to get, you know, stolen from for no reason at all because the game just hates me? So, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, Game starts out real simple, you know, you, you have a couple cards and it's really easy to understand, but then as you start getting into the second and third part of the map, um, you know, in the first, you know, zone or whatever, uh, you finally, you quickly find out that uh, the limited amount of cards you have, you will not survive. So you need to unlock more and more um, types of cards and figure out a play style to kind of push through. And I, and I like that about it because it forces you to actually think a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I, mean, I like that. I had a good time with it. It's, I mean, it's essentially a roguelike with uh, with cards, but um, you could have like a yeah. good run and a bad run, and 
it does feel like it limits you a bit uh, based off of how many cards you actually have unlocked. But also, if you have a good run, you can get further and further into it. But it does definitely have a progression that feels like the longer you play it, the further you're going to get, of course. So Yeah, well, and, you know, when your default cards are like, I, I'm i going to pull some numbers out of thin air here, but, uh, you know, let's say you have an, an attack of six and you haven't gotten anything else and you've done a poor job of upgrading your cards and you get to... You know the third map somehow, and and also you run into a dude who's got forty armor, and you're not getting through that in in anytime soon, and he's just you know hitting you like a truck. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> very important to to figure out how to get something to deal with that because you will you'll run into that guy at some point. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I I think it's uh it's a fun game. I'm I'm not necessarily in love with it, but I do enjoy these type of games. Um, I think they're great for when you are kind of in a, I'm not really necessarily in the mood for anything. I'm just going to kind of like zone out and play yeah. this game. Same reason Time I waster. play Loop Hero, Monster Train, stuff like that. It is just engaging enough to, uh, you know, keep you in there and not get bored. But it's also like such a simple enough experience <clears throat> that I don't have to sit there and stress out about it either. So I really appreciate this type of game. Mm-hmm. yeah anything else alright well uh, first off I just want to say I committed the biggest sin ever of Plus Club I've never done this before I didn't tell anybody what this game is I typically let people know what the game is before we go into our impressions and I didn't do that so uh, I guess I'll just do it right now real fast even though we're already in this and you probably know because you've been looking at the screen uh, Slay the Spire is a card game where you choose paths Go down them. They're random every single time. Uh, You use your deck and build your deck as you go to fight against enemies and uh, try and get as far as you can. When you die, you just repeat it. Eventually, you can unlock other characters with other decks. And as you progress those characters, you get more cards for those decks. You can upgrade cards as you go in your runs, all that kind of stuff. You probably already know, but... I completely forgot to do that, which is fucking wild because I've never done that before. All right, so I'll jump into my impressions now. Um, I don't like card games. I'm not a big card game guy, and uh, it's hard for me to even humor playing card games because, uh, and this isn't an insult to them. It's just you have to invest time to get good at them, learn them, learn the ins and outs of everything, learn the cards, all that shit. And so this uh, this movement of making these like more simplified card games um, has been more accessible for someone like me uh, because you can get the ropes of it pretty quickly, but there's still complexity uh, there. I think Slay the Spire was the game that really set that into motion. Of course, there's been card games before it, card games after it, but after it, a lot of games were uh, heavily inspired by Slay the Spire, and I think for good reason. Um, so I played this in the past already. I'll probably play it in the future. I have it on my phone, but playing it on PS5 um, was a good experience. Uh, having played it on PC, Played it on my phone, played it on PS5. I actually really like the way it feels on a controller, which sounds weird. It's a fucking card game. But going through the cards with the D-pad and just clicking one and then just activating it feels... Has a more tactile feeling. It just feels better than like on your phone touching a card and pulling it to the person you want to use it on. That gets kind of annoying after a while. And then on PC, you're using the mouse to do that. It, it It's almost my favorite way to play this game was on a controller, which is really fucking weird. I didn't expect that. 
like I said before, I really enjoy uh, the simplicity of Slay the Spire while also, while also uh, having um, the ability for deeper strategy, especially as you unlock the other classes. Um, I really enjoy, it. like you said, it's easy to just hop in that game and just play it to waste some fucking time. Uh, that's why I got on my phone. I was like, if I'm just like bored somewhere, I'm just fucking play some Slay the Spire for a little bit. Um so it's really good for that. Um, you can play it like endlessly. You're going to die eventually. So you just like, you know, you just restart, level up the class you're playing and, and keep continuing and hopefully getting a good run. It's got that roguelike uh, formula that's really easy to keep playing, but there is progress. So that keeps me in, like, you know, coming back. Um, and yeah, I mean, the formula is really, really good. It's really simple, really addictive. Um, a lot of games have followed it since and uh, and it works really well. Uh, my favorite of the classes that I played, uh, was the, um, he's like a more defensive, uh, orb using guy. He can cast, uh, elements and he passively attacks after his turns. So if you build up his orbs, he just does different elemental attacks after, um, after you've already done your attacks and your moves. And you, I really like to play him and build up his defenses and just let people hit me and they take damage. And then like, after my turn they take more damage so you're just like piling on and uh yeah he's a lot of fun the other guy who essentially uh builds up debuffs on the enemy and then you know is able to kill them quickly he's a lot of fun too um but all these characters you can play in different ways too depending on what cards you're getting in that run uh you know there's been a couple runs where i'm like ah fuck i'm not getting the card i typically get for this so i kind of think outside of the box so like i said there's a simplicity to it but there's also a strategy there that you can you can play with and then also um the randomness of the runs uh you have to get creative in the way you play it so it's a really good uh mild um um uh strategy game that's uh that's just involved enough that that I'm, i'm enjoying myself um but not overly complicated where i'm like fuck it's gonna take me years to get good at this card game because you're not going against people (laughs) um visuals are fine um they're not impressive they're not anything to write home about um but for somebody who i assume when they made this game was probably a pretty small dev um you know they said to get a visual for you to see what's happening um so i appreciate that there's definitely an atmosphere to the game but um i don't play this game for the visuals you could completely change the visual style of this game uh, all together and if everything stayed the same otherwise i would just keep playing it i don't i don't care about the visuals um they're not that great and they could definitely be better or worse so whatever um but the core concept of the card game i think is a lot of fun and um i think it's super accessible um i don't want to get into recommendations too much but if you're somebody who's not into card games uh i would give it a try because i don't like card games either typically so um i'm with you and i uh I want you to be with me playing fucking Slay the Spire. Maybe. Sarah, what are your thoughts on Slay the Spire? Um, I think you kind of nailed it. Um, I do that, I dude. think um, that uh, it, it kind of does this really simple but engaging like strategic gameplay really well. I don't normally um, play deck building games. Um, I don't normally like them. I think they're just... I think they can tend to be a little bit like overcomplicated sometimes and then it just feels a little bit tedious. Um, And so I think that this game just does it really well. Like it's simple, it's straightforward, um, but you can still um, 
you know, use strategy. I like that you can see um, what the enemy is going to do. <laughs> mm. Kind of um, adds that element of like planning and strategy and it doesn't just feel like random chance, which I also sometimes dislike about games like this. Um, and when you really like get a combination of cards that works well, it feels really rewarding. Um, I think uh, I like that the experience always feels a little bit different. I, I imagine if you play it enough, you're, you'll lose that eventually. But um, early on, you know, there there's some randomness that kind of keeps you on your on your toes. Um, yeah, it was it was you know, I had fun playing it, but it's just not not super my style. Not pulling you back. Yeah. You're not feeling that itch. I got I gotta go home and play fucking Slow Yeah, Spoiler. I don't um I don't know that I will, I would play it again, but I liked it. It was fun. A well done game. Sick. All right. And unless you guys have anything else to say, let's jump into recommendations. I think the easy one is card games. If you like card games, also if you like roguelikes, with the caveat that you like card games. Um, even if you don't like card games though, I would recommend it to you, especially if you like roguelikes and you like repeating something over and over and over again, trying to get further and further and further. That's what this game is. Um, if you like strategy games, um, if you like endless games that have randomness to it, um, if you like, uh, deck building games, which is essentially a card game, but there is kind of a difference of like collecting cards and building up decks as opposed to, you know, fucking poker. So um definitely uh you know different and i don't know loosely if you if you like fantasy games but also you want to play with cards because that's what this is uh yeah anything else you guys want to add you're the type of person who uh needs to be doing multiple things at once it's a good like second monitor type of thing oh yeah um you know you're watching youtube on one screen and you want to play a game still, uh, this game definitely fits into that category due to the uh, turn-based nature of it. So, uh, yeah, it's really good for that. I would I would put it up there with Loop Hero. I, I brought it up twice now, oh, but sure. that, that has been kind of my, my second screen game for a long time. And uh, I think this game fits right into that category. Yeah, I agree. Also, uh, we're not reviewing it on phone, but I would recommend if you want a uh, good game to pass time on your phone. Slay the Spire is on mobile, so check that out as well. Not paid. This is not an advertisement. Um, anything else? No. Anything? I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's 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 pretty straightforward. The biggest thing it's it's for who you think it is, but the biggest thing is like if you think you're not into card games at all or deck builders, you should check it out still because I'm not either. So yeah. I, I get where you're coming from and it's enjoyable. It's not the best thing ever, but it has spawned a lot of really cool ideas. Play Inscription as well because that game's fucking sick. Um, and Monster Train and Griftlands. That's another cool one. That one's like a, like almost like a choose your own adventure Bethesda type game, but it's cards. So it's really interesting. All right. So let's jump into grades. Let's start with Sarah. What would you grade Slay the Spark? Uh, I would grade it a B plus. All right. Anything else to add to that or? Nope. All right. Chevy, what would you grade Slay the Spire? I am also feeling a B plus. I, I think it is 
uh, well made. It does what it is supposed to do. If I were to improve anything on it, it would be the visual fidelity of it. Yeah. I think it's the biggest, like if it had like a stronger visual style, um, I think it would benefit a lot from that because the core concept's good. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm also going to give it a B plus, almost an A minus. Um, I really, I, I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I can play it for a while. Like I was like, I got to play for the show and I just kept playing and unlocked the classes and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so almost an A minus, but I don't love it. Um, and there, there is things that could be improved. So hopefully a Slay the Spire 2 is in the works and, uh, it's going to be real sick, but, uh, but it's, it's definitely a good game. It's better than, than average. And it, it, it has kind of redefined a genre in a, in a way, um, that has made it accessible and, um, and fun for more people. So it definitely deserves a higher grade. So yeah, B plus easy. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I just think it's, I think it's like just a really solid game. Um, I also found myself just kind of playing it, mm-hmm. not thinking about it, but I don't know. I just don't feel strongly about it. I just think it's a good, good game. Well done. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know in the comments. What'd you guys think of Slay the Spire? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you play it as a card deck builder fan or not a card deck builder fan? And what'd you think of it from that perspective? Is there other card deck builder games that you're a fan of that you would want to recommend in the comments? And what would you grade it? Let us know in the comments below. All right. Second game we played this month was SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. If you don't know, what that is it is a platformer a 3d platformer from the ps2 era it came out i think in like 2000 something it was early on it was like 2009 or some shit i don't remember but uh maybe 2003 anyway it was a while back it's a fucking old game in it you play as spongebob and all of his friends running around collecting spatulas in different locations uh while a story uh plays out uh that's quite a bit more uh uh, built up than I was expecting, but we'll talk about that. And yeah, it kind of follows a Banjo-Kazooie formula where you uh, go to different zones. Once you get enough spatulas, you collect more spatulas and other currencies, and you just keep continuing forward. It has multiplayer, but we didn't try that out. Um, so I can't speak on that. And yeah, who started last time, Chevy? Let's go with Sarah. What were your impressions of SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated? Um, in I April. was um, surprised at how in depth the story was. I um, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a SpongeBob fan. You're um, not. No, I I probably, if anything, dislike SpongeBob. Um, so, uh, that already, that already started me at a negative, but I did not enjoy this game. Damn. Um, I felt myself getting frustrated playing it. Um, I just feel like it's the gameplay. I mean, I, like I get, it's like, you know, from a different like generation of era, games. Dude, yeah. bygone era. Um, it's archaic. but it's, this is also like supposed to be the remaster or whatever. And so it should have they should have modernized it in some way um but i just the gameplay is so simple and i didn't find it to be engaging really at all um i didn't enjoy playing it um 
I I don't know if this game is supposed to be for children. I kind of felt like maybe it was and maybe that, you know, is why it's so simple. Um, but yeah, I just found a lot of it to be tedious um, and not not like in a good way, not like the game is like difficult and challenging, just kind of like, oh, I have to do this again. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I like that there's different characters. It kind of gives you a little bit of variety in the gameplay at least. Um, but I think that the control, like the controlling the characters felt good. Um, yeah, I just, it, you know, it looks, it looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea it was a PS2 game until someone told yeah. me. Yeah. So in that aspect, I think um, it's, it's pretty good. I just, I, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't like the gameplay very much. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right, I'll jump in next. So, um. I'm actually on the opposite side of this a bit uh, in the sense that I actually thought this game was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm not a big platformer guy. Of course, when I was younger, I played all the platformer games, enjoyed them a lot. I got a lot of nostalgia for that. And uh, it's just not really my genre. But hopping into this kind of remind me of like the older days of platforming. Uh, like I said, it, it kind of follows like a Banjo-Kazooie uh, formula or even a Mario 64 formula, um, which I think is a tried and true formula. Um the platforming uh, is good. Uh, the abilities are interesting because as you play through these uh, maps, there are things you can't access until you have certain characters that have abilities to do certain things. So there is a uh, strong like Zelda type, like, oh, I got to come back here later once I get the thing that can that can let me through this or do this, um, which is uh, if you're into that, like Metroidvania kind of thing, um, you might might dig it uh, for that. But I thought that was interesting. It adds depth to the uh, maps that they made. They, they you know, you're running through, you beat the boss, you leave, but there might be a reason to come back later. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I was impressed with the graphical overhaul. Um, I couldn't tell. This was a PS2 game. I didn't know. Um, somebody told me that I was like, oh shit, I thought maybe like a, it was like a PS4 or PS3 game. Um, so they did quite a bit with the visuals. Um, you know, it's SpongeBob, so it's fucking colorful and cartoony, but, uh, uh, it's very clean looking and, uh, I think it could pass as a modern day platformer. It's not the best one, but it definitely, uh, platformers are kind of tried and true. Like you just gotta be able to jump around in uh, smooth and effective and responsive ways and have interesting things to do. And you pretty much have nailed it. Uh, I was impressed with the amount of story that I had to sit there and watch. I'm not too particularly interested in myself, but if I was a kid or somebody who's into SpongeBob more, um, I'd probably feel right at home like I'm watching a SpongeBob movie or episode. Um, they could have literally just had this game start up and SpongeBob could have been like, well, I need a spatula. And then it's, you just start. And any kid playing the game would be like, okay, I better get the SpongeBob spatulas. But it's got like this whole story arc happening with all the characters you know and love from SpongeBob. Um, and you get to explore Bikini, Bikini Bottom. You get to go to all these locations from the show. So I feel like uh, when THQ made this back in the day, because I looked it up, um, I feel like they really gave a fuck about this, which is nice because a lot of like tie-in property games like this, uh, you know, can just feel like, well, we got to make it. 
but this actually felt like they're trying to make like a legitimate platformer for SpongeBob. I do think it's targeted for kids for sure, but I think it's targeted for everybody as well, kind of like Lego games. Um, I'm not a big fan of those either, but uh, so it's not really my genre, but I do appreciate games that can be played by everybody. So this game definitely has that vibe. And yeah, I mean, as overall, it's it was a good looking game. It's clean. It's a good remaster. It doesn't look like a PS2 game. Um, it's got all the SpongeBob you need if you're into SpongeBob. Um, the platforming is more than passable. I think it's decent. It's not the best, but it's it's good enough. Um, and the locations are varied and bosses uh, easy, but especially after you know playing Elden Ring and then playing this right after, I was like, oh yeah, this is whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's not fair. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I was just thinking about when I was playing Elden Ring. I was like. That's a, that's another thing just kind of backed up like wow that boss barely existed, um, but but they got stuff going on that kind of reminds me of like the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo era of bosses where like you you got to do something three times to defeat them had that very gamey feel to it and I regret not trying out the multiplayer because I'm curious about what that component was but overall it was fine I uh, I didn't have a bad time playing it I just don't know if I'll ever come back to it because I don't really have a strong affinity for Spongebob and I'm not a big platformer fan, but uh, it's a decent platformer for sure. Chevy? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you both have kind of mentioned the the age of the game and, and I'm just going to kind of also you know bring that part up, you know, it being a PS2 game and how old um, you know most of us were when this game came out versus you know, what we are now, <clears throat> the game didn't age, you know, with us. So it is definitely a very simple game for sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it, it translated well in that regard, but um, SpongeBob lasted a pretty long time. So there still should be, you know, uh, plenty of young people, I think, to 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 uh, uh, entice, I guess, with this, this title. Um, they did do a good job cleaning it up, though, uh, gameplay-wise, it is definitely a product of its era. Mm. um and it's age demographic so um it is not super engaging for uh, i think adults to play um i also was a little too old for spongebob when spongebob came out so i did not grow up watching it um so i have no affinity for the characters or anything yeah, we're um, all boomers. so <laughs> uh, yeah i uh i felt pretty lost playing the game for the most part in the story regard um and mildly annoyed by the the humor but it's outside of you know it just not being something i grew up with i'm also not the right person for that kind of stuff anyways you so. need like a beef some butthead and run stimpy game run stimpy would do it i think beefs and butthead would be annoying at at this point in my life dude the one for <laughs> sega genesis that game was fucking sick <laughs> i'd i i vaguely remember i'd have to refresh my memory on that um I think played okay. It's a little stiff, but it's not like crazy bad. It's totally playable. Um, it had some weird, uh, oddly tight, like you, if you don't dodge at the right time, you, you're getting hit, um, which I, I don't know if that was intentional or not. It's um, too, dude. Fucking better be good. Um, there's no fucking easy mode. Yeah, and then they, they did have the forethought, you know, obviously to have every character have their own gimmick to allow you to do different types of puzzles and mechanics throughout the game. So I think that's uh, that was good, especially, you know, again, we're talking about a game that is very old at this point. Mm -hmm. um, 
But um, I think in a similar vein to, I think what the current current mood of this discussion is, is um, it's not really super engaging for me. I don't know if I'd replay it, um, but, you know, I, I do appreciate the work they put into it. And I do think um, it is a, a, a decent game for, you know, whoever the audience is for it. I'm just not that guy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with that, does anybody have anything else to say you want to say? All right, let's jump into recommendations. Uh, I'm a first last time, so let's just throw it to Chevy. Throw some recommendations okay. out there. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of SpongeBob, I think is kind of the, the first and foremost. Uh, From so what I understand, too, this is like the SpongeBob game. Like, I've talked to a couple yeah, people, and, and they're like, that's like the best SpongeBob game. And I was like, I didn't know there's other SpongeBob great. games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, if you're into platformers, uh, games where you have to collect things, mm. um, you know, some light puzzle solving like you you kind of, kind of mentioned before, like uh, Legend of Zelda titles and stuff like that. Um, there's a little bit of all that here. Um, if you are a fan of, you know, uh, something that's a little more lighthearted and not so serious as well, I think this is a pretty good uh, game to play. It does have... Um, a multiplayer feature so um, people looking to play a game with a friend or even with their kids or something mm-hmm. this game has that ability um, oh you really got off the top of my head right now Sarah got anything to add um, I would recommend this game to people who like Spongebob and maybe who don't play a lot of games um I actually can think of one person off the top of my head I would recommend this game for. I recommend people who don't play games. Well, I just think like if you're, as someone who's like really into platformers, I felt like this game was kind of lazy in like a platforming aspect. So, um, you know, like kids, I think. Great. Um, Again, I I know someone who's really into SpongeBob who doesn't play a lot of games. And I'm like, I bet she would love this game. (laughs) Probably. Um, She's not Bob. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'll reiterate SpongeBob. If you're into that, this like, I like I have heard it's, it's the best one. Um, according to a couple people I've talked to, um, and some sentiment I've heard on the internet. Uh, yeah. Platformers, um, especially of the 64, um, era, I would say, uh, PS2 as well, obviously, because it was on PS2. Um, so if you're into platformers of that era, the 3D platformers, um, I think you'll be right at home with this one. It follows a lot of the same uh, beats as those games. Um, if you like the Lego games, I would recommend it to you. It has um, uh, the same simplicity to it, but you might be able to enjoy it if you're into collecting stuff like Shelby said earlier. Um, so, yeah, I, I for me personally, um, I think of it as like a, one of those Lego games because, you know, they're meant for kids, but they're also meant for everybody. Everybody plays them both games i'm not super into um and yeah i can't really think of anything else it's like legit just the spongebob platformer and so if that sounds legit to you (laughs) uh it's as a platformer it's not bad so check it out but if you're not a platformer it's not a spongebob i wouldn't recommend it to you probably (laughs) so because you're probably gonna play and go i don't give a fuck about spongebob like well it's not for you um yeah, so let's grade it. Uh, I guess I'll grade it first. Um, fuck, I am conflicted. I, fuck. <laughs> you 
you know, I'll, I'll just go high. I'm going to give it a B plus as well. It's um, it's a good remaster for what I played. Uh, they did a good job modernizing it visually. Um, I think the gameplay translates well to the modern day. It's not as good as, uh, you know, current platformers, but um, I think it works fine. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of stuff to do in it. And, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, worthy of a remaster for the people who were really happy uh, or not happy, really stoked about it back in the day. And I uh, don't got a whole lot of complaints. I kind of wanted to give it a B, but I do think I do think as a remaster, they didn't fuck it up. So um, I wanted to give it a little extra points for that. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't bored, but I won't play it again. So uh, Chevy. I'm going to give it a, a B minus. Um, honestly, for a lot of the same reasons, I do think they did a good job um, remastering it. But I do think um, the game's age shows a lot in its gameplay. Mm. Um, you know, it's still is completely competent, don't get me wrong, but it's very, very, very basic. Um, and I think um, there are just so many platformers that exist now that uh, it doesn't really hold up. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't think it's a bad game. So I don't, I'm not trying to like punish it. I do think it is above average for sure. Um, yeah. I had zero issues outside of just personal interest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So B plus B minus Sarah, what are you going with? I feel like I'm being super critical of this game, but, um, I, you hate this game. Just admit I it. would grade this like a C minus. Okay. Um, I didn't, again, just didn't really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I feel like it was tedious. I feel like they, it looks fine. I think they could have done more to modernize the gameplay. Yeah, that'd be a brand new game. A remake. Well, they could have just done, um, I don't know, like swapping characters. I feel like shouldn't be finding some place to do it. You should, you could just push a button to switch characters. Mm-hmm. That's like one thing that I thought that is was definitely a, a more old school tedious. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely an old school mechanic in a game for sure. Nowadays, there's like do anything you want by pressing one button. Um, yeah, I mean that's a good, good, solid criticism of it. So, um, anything else? All right, well, let us know in the comments what you guys think of SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydra. I'm so glad I don't have to say that again. Um, <laughs> Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, did you play it back in the past? Are you coming back and returning to it? What do you think about it as a remaster? What do you think about it as a platformer in 2022? And uh, do you like SpongeBob? Did you watch it back in the day? Are you a boomer? Are you not a boomer? Are you Gen Z? Maybe you're Gen Z and you're like, I don't fucking know anything about that. Um, I don't know. Did they? SpongeBob's been around for fucking ever, dude. Like, I was like pretty young when it was like popular. Uh, not a kid, but. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it's still, people still know it. Like, it's fucking crazy. That's like I was talking about the other day, like Pokemon, dude. Like, I was I was buying Pokemon cards in like fifth grade. I'm 35. <laughs> and people are fucking buying and selling Pokemon cards and playing Pokemon still. Pokemon's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's wild, dude. Like, some properties just fucking last forever. Um, Yeah, let us know what you think about in the comments below. Last game we played in April was Hood Outlaws and Legends. If you did not get a chance to play Hood Outlaws and Legends, it is a uh, 4v4 PvP and a 4v NPC PvE game uh, where you play as um, uh, heavily stylized uh, versions of 
characters from Robin Hood, uh, being like uh, Marion uh, Hood, as they call him, or Robin. What do they call him? Hood? Robin? Robin. Robin, yeah. Uh, and then the big guy, I forgot his name. John. 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 Lil' John. Um, and yeah, they've got these like super dark stylized versions of these characters that you play as who all have their own attributes and perks that you can unlock as you play them. Essentially, the uh, gameplay in PvE and PvP consists of four people stealthfully, hopefully, play the game right, uh, <laughs> searching for the chest in a uh, random map. You start at a different spot uh, every time, even the same map. Uh, you have to find where the chest is at. You have to find where the sheriff is. The sheriff is a giant dude in fucking armor who will kill you instantly. Think uh, Tyrant or Nemesis in a Resident Evil game. And uh, you have to steal the keys off of him. That's step one. Uh, locate the vault, step two. And then step three is to extract the chest. Step four is to anchor the chest out of the map. You have to complete that to win. Um, in PvP, that is you versus another team of four doing uh, the same heist against each other. So you're fighting each other. And then in PvE, it's just you versus the NPCs um, doing the exact same thing. Uh, and yeah. All the characters have their own perks. They have their own um, uh, outfits you can unlock and weapon uh, styles, uh, different visual styles for those, and a bunch of other little things in the game. We all played it. I'll start first with my impressions. Um, so I have to say this just because I uh, I always you know like to be transparent about this stuff. I played Hood back when it came out originally. I bought it on PC, and uh, my initial impression back then because it didn't have the PVE yet, uh, it felt like a cool idea that they didn't nail um, because of uh, certain things that I'll get into because some of the things haven't changed. Um, so I played it a little bit. I wanted to love the game, but I couldn't at the time, and I stopped playing it. Uh, so returning to it has been fun for two reasons, seeing the state of Hood, but also seeing what it's like on a controller. And uh, starting with the first or the second thing, uh, the game feels better on a controller to me than on mouse and keyboard. The reason for that is because the left analog stick feels better sneaking around in third person than a WSAD. Uh, of course, a mouse is better to aim with, but a lot of this game for me when I'm playing Marion the most, that was, that was my main, um, I'm sneaking up on people hitting square a lot. So the aiming factor uh, is not a huge issue for me and it's not anyway because I, I can aim on a controller is fine um but the overall experience on a controller i prefer over the mouse and keyboard so this was already a, a positive um for me in terms of uh uh playing it on ps5 uh the game looks clean looks like the pc version on ps5 so that was nice to see the game runs mostly smooth there is latency that's happening though it seems like it's server side um multiple times at least once a match i run into a situation where something's happening and then everyone teleports to different locations as if this event's been happening and i haven't been present for it um you know i see a guy on my team uh running um and uh and running in a direction and fucking uh, to the NPCs to go chasing him. And then all of a sudden they're just gone. I'm looking for him and uh, they're down the road further. So, yeah, there's definitely latency in the game that uh, happens pretty regularly, um, but not to the point where the game feels broken. Um, but it does affect gameplay when it does happen and it sucks. Other than that, though, the game runs really smooth on PS5. That's what I played it on. I think that's what we all played it on. And um, and yeah, so the, the experience there was good. Uh, so I enjoy... For the most part, the gameplay of the game, um, 
Uh, it does consist a lot of sneaking around and stealthing. Some people don't know that for some reason, and they just run in and get killed. Uh, so I'm going to tell you right now, this game, no matter what class you're playing, is a stealth game. So make sure to sneak around and fight only if you have to. Um, I do like that because I love stealth games, and I think it's a pretty competent stealth game. It's not the best, but it works. Um, the stealth works decently. You know, If you're in front of them, they, they have a little meter that starts building up, and if it fills up, they go into alert mode, uh, which... Um, exacerbates things because gates shut all over the place and it gets harder to uh, maneuver and get out of the place you're at. Um, and yeah, if you stick it behind them to the side, you can typically take them out pretty quickly, depending who you're playing. Played a couple different classes and uh, Marion's stealth is a lot better than a lot of the other characters. And uh, so I really liked playing her a lot. Um, combat is okay when you're fighting. It could be better. Um, it feels kind of clunky, uh, but the game is also not wanting you to fight unless you have to. So it kind of gets a pass, but at the same time, it could be better. It, it doesn't feel that intuitive. Um, so yeah, the abilities are fun though. And the team coordination is fun when it happens. Um, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, if you're playing with friends, it's a lot of fun. Um, and the mode I think is really cool. I think it's a really cool idea um, that I wish they would expand on more and uh, put more thought into maybe. Uh, but the, the core idea is really cool. I love the idea of scouting for an object, finding it and extracting it in a stealth manner. And then if shit you know, goes crazy, you have to fight your way out of it. I, I like that formula. The problem in the PvP is once the chest is in play, once a team has found it, because you don't know where the other team's at, which I think is really neat. It's like a stealth versus game. It's kind of like Hunt, but not really, um, but kind of like it. Um, hunt Showdown. Uh, but yeah, once the chest is in play, it's chaos. Everyone's pissed. All the enemies, NPCs are running around. You see the other team through the walls and shit, and, uh, and it's not... At that point, it feels kind of throwaway. It kind of sucks. Uh, the PVE is fun, but the final phase is ridiculously um, annoying. Um, but I really enjoy playing in PVE. I'm glad that they uh, added that since the last time I played it. This game originally was supposed to be a four-player PVE game. This was supposed to be story-based. And they decided not to do that and make a PvP game, which I think was a mistake. Um, so I'm glad they met us halfway and released a PVE mode. Um, because I think that is a lot more fun. It is a lot more fun to play as a cooperative game um, for me personally. But uh, there is something that I think they need to balance out a bit, and that is the final phase of a match when the sheriff is coming to uh, destroy the uh, uh, crane that you're trying to uh, lift the chest out of the map with. Um, there's there's essentially a circle around it, and you got to stand in it. And as you stand in it, it starts uh, lifting the chest, and it takes a long time to leave the map. And you're essentially fighting waves and waves of dudes when you're doing this. And then the sheriff shows up, and you you can't kill him, but you can knock him down, and he insta kills you, and he destroys uh, the the crane uh, once he gets next to it. As soon as he gets near, it's over. It's instant failure. I like how how definitive that is i really enjoyed that like oh shit we can't fuck up but there's not a lot of um uh items that help with defending from him there's a couple but i hate that like you got to bring like in every party 
like two specific people for that end phase. Uh, I like that no matter how your party's built, it's possible to do it. And it is probably if you got some high skilled people, but this has got to be accessible to everybody. So it'd be nice if like you got four, four fucking Robins in there, or you got like two Marians and fucking, uh, one of the new chick, Ida, Ada, or fuck her name is, um, just they should balance it and make sure every class has something that can fight against the sheriff a lot better than they have it now. Cause right now it feels like you have to have certain people in your party and that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, but overall I, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm a big stealth game fan. So, uh, if you're, if your stealth is even half decent, I'm going to like the game. Uh, let's see. The unlocks are cool. The cosmetic stuff is cool. There is a bug a big bug that uh, says that there is um, it's like a notification telling you that uh, you have something unlocked and uh, every time you check it, it just crashes the game. That's happened to me uh, over and over and over again. I was able to replicate it. And then somebody we played with uh, said they experienced the same thing. So um, that is something they need to fix. Uh, there's perks in the game. There's not a lot of them. I hope they add more, um, but there is and does change up your build. Uh, which I do appreciate. It makes you play differently. Um, I just stacked all the the best stealth stuff I could on Marion to make her more efficient. Uh, one of them was uh, she moves faster while crouched, and she almost moves the same speed as people when they're like full on running. So uh, that's really nice because I like to get around quickly uh, while being down low. And then uh, she has another one where like every time you take out people, her special ability is she goes invisible, which is nice. You can just start killing people. And then every time she kills somebody with this perk, she recharges the bar that's that's emptying out as you play. So you can kind of keep that going longer. So that's really nice. Um, So there's definitely some perks there that they thought about that are a lot of fun. Um, And yeah, there's battle pass as well. So I feel like this game uh, either is going to and I think should is going to go free to play. Because the Battle Pass, I think, is where they're going to make their money with this game if, if they're planning on making money with it. But uh, there's a Battle Pass. I didn't spend money on it because I don't know how much I'm going to play this. Um, that has cosmetics. And I think that's about everything I can think of. But overall, I like this game. I think it's a really cool foundation. I, won't, I don't want to say solid. It's a really cool foundation that I want them to keep working on to make it into the game I think it deserves to be because they got a lot of shit nailed. I, I think the visual style is cool. I like the idea of Robin Hood in a dark uh, universe. I think the, the the character models are fucking cool. They look like, you know, they kind of look like Robin Hood they expect, but they also have like this dark tone to them. Like Robin just has like this cloak over his head where you can't even see his face. Like he's just like eerie and he's like a sniper. Like it's and it's, it's clever. Like I think it's a good idea. Uh, and then the idea of, uh, you know, Know, extracting the chest is a cool idea there needs to be more modes but um it's a cool idea there's a lot of really fucking cool ideas that i would hate to see wasted here but it does fall flat in some places and it does have technical issues um which sucks to say because i want this game to be awesome but it was fun so let's go i had a lot to say on that game but uh <laughs> let's uh let's go with the uh, chevy what, what were your thoughts on uh hood um Man, so a lot of the like the gameplay stuff you said, I, I honestly just kind of agree with verbatim. Uh, so I don't really want to repeat all that. Um, the only thing I kind of want to add is I didn't have I had no latency issues at all. So oh, nice. That's kind of interesting, What's dude. Um, <laughs> bragging. I it was all right. I just when you had said you said you did, I just wanted to 
put it out there that I don't think that's a necessarily an everyone thing. So, um, you're closer to the router. I am. <laughs> I'm not that far uh, from it with my PS5. But yeah, that's yeah, not, that's a fair point. And it, and it could just be it could it could just be the router. So yeah, uh, something to look into, I suppose. But uh, the my biggest complaint about this whole game, outside of it, you know, it is a stealth game and getting some rando who wants to play like an action game is frustrating. Yep. Um, that's not the game's fault. Uh, what I do think is game's fault is, and you already brought it up, the third phase is utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even the sheriff. The sheriff's like the most balanced part of the third phase. Yeah, that's fair. It's the waves and waves of enemies mixed with the not-so-great combat system. Um, if they improved all that, I think the game would be um, a fun experience. It um, seemed like you every time we yourself. Th- until that yeah but once we get to the third phase i just i wanted to shut the game off it was just not enjoyable anymore um because the game like you have minimal tools and they're they're good for like to get something done real quick but then you're out of options unless you go run around and you don't have a lot of time to do that because there's just like fucking a dozen dudes there and uh your attacks are minimal so yeah um something i think balance wise needs to be adjusted whether it's less enemies whether the combat is adjusted to be a little more um viable uh, but then you're getting away from the stealth thing and you're getting more into an action yeah. thing so it's it's kind of tricky and it gives it a weird like mixed identity problem too because it is a stealth game there's no stealth in that phase yeah i agree <laughs> so and in the pvp the uh, stealth goes out the window too at the last phase yeah, so, so it's, it's... It, it just it feels weird I wish there was options. I wish there was different ways to go about it. Because, yeah, it, it in a game where it, it does go stealth or die, and then at the end it's like, you got to fight people, and they're just going to spawn right fucking here. And they're going to sh- show up and just start shooting at you and running in and attacking you. And then the sheriff's coming, which I, I, I agree. Like I said, I like the idea of how, like, critical it is. Like, he shows up, you're fucked. I like that part because you have to strategize and work together. But it, it, it's exacerbated by the clunky and uh, lazy just spawning of fucking random enemies to keep you busy. Um, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be enemies, but they should place them or scatter them in a uh, less, like, programmed way. It, it literally feels like somebody just on a map editor just dumped some fucking spawn points, like, right in front of you. And you're just like, fuck, okay. And then, yeah, the, the sheriff's coming, which there is strategy to it. You can, like, lure him further away. You can do all sorts of stuff. So you're right when you said, like, that does feel like the most fair part of it. Um, but it is it yeah, is he's not, fine. It is not an enjoyable end phase in a game that otherwise I am enjoying. I play up to that part. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, here we go. Um, but everything else before that I enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and even in, in voice chat, we had three people, you know, in voice chat and one random person. Um, that third phase is still um, difficult to to work around just because it really stacks it against you, um, whether it's intentional or, or it's just in just the game design itself. So um, I, to on a note for the spawns as well, uh, there was a, a point in which, you know, there was an alert happening and I watched four people spawn in the sky and fall down onto the map. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, see that, but I remember you said that when we were playing. Yeah, so I think, um, I think 
like you said, they there's some good ideas here, but I feel like it's super undercooked, and um, I think the final phase just wasn't thought out very well. I think they uh, need to scatter the spawn are... points and make them more organic feeling, and I think they also need to make... I like that the, that the sheriff kills it instantly, but I think it'd be better if he came up and started kicking the thing, even like a couple kicks, I don't care. But then if you attack him, he goes back into combat, tries to fight you. So there is a chance of going like, oh shit, he's on it, we gotta stop him. And then you can try and fight him, and then start killing people and shit, and go right back to it. It, it, it wouldn't change much, um, but I think it would add more tension to that. But like once he enters that fucking circle, it's over. He's like, okay, well, I guess we fucking failed. I think to add to that as well, um, I think if they added difficulty scaling um, with a scaling reward structure as yeah. well, um, if you had an easy mode, and if easy mode was he comes up and starts kicking it, and you still have time to to deal with that situation, um, but at the cost of a lesser reward versus you could have like a hardcore mode where he enters the circle, it's over. Yeah. Uh, but you get which bonus give, rewards, right? Which would they, give you they, perfect uh, time to build up and get your perks unlocked and shit to to you know do that. But in this, like, you just have a mode that's not necessarily super hard, but kind of challenging. But for me, mostly just fun running around stealthing people, and then a really fucking hard end part. And it's like there's no scaling. Like you better just get good at that fucking end part. Yeah. So I I think they have a lot. If they want to continue working on the game and like make it a long term thing, I think. That's something they they should address. Um, I'm one person. You know, what's my opinion matter? I'm not um, quote unquote part of uh, the community of this game because I honestly don't intend to keep playing it. Um, but um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much your general thoughts. Otherwise, I th the gameplay loop was fine. Like I I enjoyed mm -hmm. the the cooperative nature of it. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I. I enjoy it for the most part too, but just it has some critical failures. And then when I'm playing it, and it's it's a fun stealth game for sure. But every time I play it, and something kind of annoys me, I'm like, man, fucking Ghost Tsushima Legends is like so much better than this. It's also a stealth co-op yeah. game, like, uh, and that was free. Like, so is this, I guess, on PlayStation Plus. But it's it just always makes me it, like it reminds me that game exists, and I'm like, should I go play that? Like that should not be what happens when I'm playing this game. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else? All right, Sarah, give it to it. Um, I think this game really relies on its multiplayer experience, um, which, you know, really depends on who you're playing with. If you're playing with friends, um, then I think, you know, that adds a lot to this game. If you're not, then I think it takes a lot away from the game. Um, I really like the lore and like the idea behind this world that they've, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't even say that they created the world cause I don't, I just don't think they did enough to do that, but they mm. have this like start in a, of an idea that like guided the design of the characters and stuff that I think is really cool. And I, and I wish that they would have done more with that. Um, because that's it's my, like this, what? That's my opinion on the whole game. Wish they would have did more yeah. with that. <laughs> but they just, <laughs> they have this really cool idea and, and all this like rich lore that they put this like really cool twist on and then just like didn't touch it. Um, which I think is really disappointing. Um, 
I like the idea of it being like a heist game. It's, you know, uh, it's in, in this world, like kind of a unique, interesting idea. Um, I felt like the classes felt unique, which was cool. Um, I think the combat is not good. Um, I think the AI is not good. Um, and I think that, you know, while it is a stealth game, they put you in positions where you're forced to do combat and it really takes away from the game because the combat's not, not that engaging, not that fun. And the AI is bad. Um, I thought, I thought the stealth was fine. Um, maybe a little bit basic, but enjoyable. Um, yeah, I just think in general, this game could have been so much more. Mm -hmm. And while I enjoy the experience, um, if I'm playing with friends and like playing strategically, um, I just, I just, I, it's just disappointing. I feel like, I feel like so many ideas here that just, they like mentioned one time and they're like, okay, well this is fine. Instead mm -hmm. of like trying to come up with like creative gameplay or like creative ideas or, or thoughtful, like a thoughtful experience. So. Yeah. That, that's my biggest frustration is like they, they already got, they already got a cool thing going on, mm -hmm. but they just haven't fully realized it. It's like fucking hire me on dude like i'll give you fucking like the ideas you need to make this game great like there's you already almost are there you just have all these little fucking things and a couple major things that you just gotta fucking blow up and reconstruct or fucking just add to and you'd have a completely solid game yeah it just feels like a huge oversight like yeah like it's almost just like just if you just spent a little bit more time thinking about it yeah we're less like, like your fucking battle pass like yeah like Put, oh, no. put work into the game. The PVE was like a good step, so at least they're they're yeah. working towards shit. But I'm glad they added a new character. That was cool. Mm -hmm. But there's just things they gotta fucking fix to make the game like a completely enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? Nope. Nothing. Okay, let's jump into recommendations. This one's gonna be kind of hard because it is a very niche game, and it's not the best of that niche. So. I couldn't even like like really hard recommend it to a lot of people, but um, loosely because I love Hunt Showdown. If you like the idea of a like game like Hunt where you're fighting against NPCs and real people while trying to accomplish the same goals, and you have to fight people sometimes, even though in this you have to fight them, um, you might want to check this out. It's not as it's not even in the same ballpark as Hunt, but it's. It's kind of similar in that sense of like you are doing NPC and and uh, actual player uh, gameplay. That's uh, that's a fun dynamic until the last uh, part of the the match. Um, if you like stealth games, specifically multiplayer co-op stealth games, uh, I would definitely recommend this because there's not enough of those. There's like fucking none. Where are they? Uh, Ubisoft, make a good Splinter Cell, make a fucking co-op. Um, Shout out to Aragami 2. That's a fun little indie game. That's a stealth game. Uh, and then, of course, Ghost of Tsushima. I, I, I like I'm just recommending other games during the <laughs> recommendations for this. Uh, if you like Robin Hood, um, 
there's not a whole lot of Robin Hood games out there. And this is a kind of a cool take on it. Although, like you said, they don't explore it enough. Mm-hmm. But it is stylistically cool. I look at it, I'm like, oh, this is, I, I kind of like what they're doing here. I like that the sheriff's this big tyrant dude. He just walks around and murders people. But there's nothing to, like, chew on with it. But uh, if you're into, like, the into Robin Hood and you think the dark aesthetic's cool, it might be worth checking out. Um, yeah, if you like challenging and in some ways feeling unfair challenging uh, cooperative gameplay, uh and feeling like well we got our strategy down we fucking wreck this every time you probably like this game it's just you're gonna have to do the same strategy every single time to beat it and that's boring um yeah i can't think of a whole lot more games where you unlock cosmetics through gameplay and perks um the game has a neat system too where every time you beat a a match um you have a, um, a scale um a two-sided one, whatever the fuck those are called, uh, that has money, the money you accrued from that match, and you can either take all of it or give it to the people, which upgrades your hideout, which gives you new rewards. So that's kind of a cool system. Not that that's a recommendation. What game has that? But um, I just never mentioned it. And you guys think of something? I can't. It's very specific, like co-op stealth game. I don't think I really have anything for it. Yeah. I think if you like co-op stealth games and you have friends to play with, you could try but nobody. This one out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely try to play with people that you know that you can communicate with because there's a lot of confusion on how to play this game <laughs> and there's a lot of not communicating. So it's not a good mix. Uh Luckily, it doesn't have the Midnight Ghost Hunt community where it was just screaming and farting and saying <laughs> obscenities. Uh, but it is a very quiet game. And I'm like, you, ha- you need to communicate. It's got a ping system, though. So that's good. I'll yeah. That. Um, yeah. Any other recommendations from anybody? No. Who graded last? First? Fuck it. Let's go Chevy. What would you grade Hood? Um, I mean, honestly, because of my frustrations with the the constant third phase uh, issues, um, I'll probably give it a C plus. I think the game really needs some balance changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need it to necessarily be easier. I just need it to like feel good. Is really the problem. I don't think it feels good. Um, I mean, I'm playing Elden Ring. It's not really like a, a difficulty issue here. So yeah, uh, it's more so like I just don't feel like I'm given the tools. So or the game is like intentionally stacked against me in a unfair way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they fix that, it, it could bump it into B's. But I, I think that point alone uh, puts it just above average for me. Yeah. All right, so C plus, I'll grade it next. So I got to really break this down because I'm so fucking conflicted. Uh, on paper, the idea, I want to give it an A minus. I, I think it's fucking an awesome idea, and I think they got some really cool stuff going on here. When I'm playing the game and I'm enjoying myself, I want to give it a B plus because I'm having fun. I have a lot of fun when I play this shit, and I would be giving all the games this month a fucking B plus, which would make it a pretty strong contender for me for the best month of game of the month, which you do every year. Make sure to stay tuned for that. But there is some fucking heavy problems in this game, and I can't overlook those. So I'm going to give it a B minus um, because when I'm enjoying it, I'm digging it. When I'm not enjoying it, I just kind of fucking uh, mostly I'm just disappointed because I'm like, you're almost there. You almost have a solid game here, and this is fucking it up. So I can't go see. 
but I'll go uh, a very strong B minus, almost C plus as well. Um, just because I do enjoy a lot of factors of this game, but I can't fully enjoy it because of the things holding it back. So yeah, B minus for me. I also bad given at that, but I, I can't give it a C. I when I'm liking it, like I'm I'm really liking it, but. Yeah, that third phase is shit, and uh, combat's horrible. But in that, I, I like most everything else about it. So, Sarah, um, F. I Fuck. like the idea of this game, um, which is what one of the reasons I think the game is so disappointing is because it just it feels like such a letdown. Yeah. Um. I also didn't get to play this game with anybody this month. Um, so it feels like the issues just become even more glaringly obvious. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm i going to give this game a D. Damn. I, I just, I think it's definitely below average. I think there's too many things that have to line up to make the game fun. Mm. And there's just too many issues with it. Um, it just feels it doesn't even feel like a complete game you know like you mentioned ghost of tsushima legends feels like a more complete game which was just a free addition yeah to the game than this game does it's better than a lot of things and so i just i'm i was super disappointed with this game yeah that's fair that's fair um yeah it's gonna be way worse just playing with randos um so we got a D, a C plus, and a B minus. So pretty varied on that one, which is interesting. I think all fair too, because the you know just how much how much of the the pros and cons are are you really experiencing and, and focusing on. So um, I get it one hundred percent. Yeah, anything else anybody wants to say on this? Sarah dropped her first D, dude. Fucking not gonna be the last one. Uh, let us know in the comments <laughs> what do you guys think of Hood Outlaws and Legends. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you not play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? If you did play it, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Was there any issues that we didn't bring up? Or maybe you want to expand more on the ones we already brought up. Uh, what are some things about it you did like? What do you think about the style? What kind of modes would you like to see added to this? We probably should discuss that, but we're running a little long. And uh, what was your main? Mine was Marion. Um, I also like the monk, which is weird because he's not typically the type of character I would play, but he's one of the best in combat, which is weird. You'd think uh, the big dumb guy would be. Um... And yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Hood Outlaws and Legends and the rest of the games we talked about. But that's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club for April. That's a wrap. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to uh, like and subscribe if you enjoyed this uh, episode. Check out our other episodes. They're all on the channel. Uh, check out our links uh, down below for our streams and our socials. And we got a Discord link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And uh, we also have a video on Spotify, so check that out. And we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel, more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. I've been Seth. Thank you, Sarah, for joining me. Thank you, Chevy, for joining me. And thank you guys for joining me. Until the next episode, have a good one and take it easy.